Hello everyone, welcome to the world with Sinter Joseph. Today's teaching is titled, He Calms the Storm. Yes, <laughs> He Calms the Storm. So we're going to be looking at um, two scriptures of the Bible, Mark chapter 4 verse 35 to 41 and Mark, same Mark, chapter 6 verse 45 to 51. So uh, the first one is Mark chapter 4 verse 35 to 41 and the second is same mark chapter 6 but this time is verse 45 to 51 so i'll read mark chapter 4 verse 35 to 41 please turn with me if you have your bibles with you and i'll read as evening came jesus said to his disciples let's cross to the other side of the lake so they took jesus in the boat and started out leaving the crowd behind although other boats followed but soon a fierce storm came up, high waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up, shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we are going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence, be still. Suddenly, the wind stopped, and there was a great calm. Verse 40, then he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? And um, verse 41, the disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and waves obey him. Now we'll read uh, Mark chapter 6, verse 45 to 51. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake to Bethsaida, while he sent the other people home. After telling everyone goodbye, he went up into the fields by himself to pray. Verse 47. Late that night, the disciples were in their boat in the middle of the lake, and Jesus was alone on land. 48. He saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. He intended to go past them, but when they saw him walked on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. 50. They were all terrified when they saw him, but Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. Then he climbed into the boat and the wind stopped. They were totally amazed. Friends, this is the uh, verse that we have just read. And the disciples, as we read, you know, faced a physical storm. A storm that they thought would take their life. You know, they were scared for their lives and all that. But storms come to us today, even in our present day, you know, in various forms. It could be in our health, in our finances, with our marriage or our family. It could be anything, you know, anything, our mental health, whatever. It could be anything. So think about the situation in your life right now and try to compare it with what the disciples were facing, you know. So follow me. I'm going to uh, discuss this in three points. And so the first point is Jesus is in the storm with you. You know, he's there. As we read in Mark chapter 4, 
Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat while that storm was, you know, disturbing the disciples and was threatening to take the life of the disciples. He was right there, okay? Jesus wasn't away, you know, he wasn't away from the storm. He was in the midst of the storm with them. So whatever that issue or that, you know, storm that you're facing in your life, babe, that you're thinking, oh, this, I'm just facing it alone by myself. God doesn't care. He actually does. And he's there, you know, he's there with you in that storm. All that God actually needs for us is for us to, you know, come to him in prayer, just to ask him to say, Father, I need your help with this thing, with this situation that I'm facing. Would you help me? You know, the disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we are going to drown? It could be, that could be your prayer, you know. God, don't you care that I'm going through this pain? Or don't you care that I'm suffering? Or don't you care that I, I, I don't have the tuition to pay for my school fees and everything? Or don't you care that I, I have so much bills to pay that I haven't paid yet? Or don't you care that I don't have a job? Or don't you care that my son is sick or my daughter is sick or something is happening to my husband? Or don't you care that my marriage is not working? He does care. <laughs> He does. And we can see, you know, what he what he did, you know, when they asked him that question. Jesus woke up and he, he just rebuked the, the wind and, you know, said to the waves, silence, be still. That was it. And everything was fine, you know. And he asked them a simple question. Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? So I'm asking you, do you still have no faith? You've tried, you know, your best to try to do that situation yourself, to try to worry, you know, the, the Bible, I think it's in Matthew, yes, Matthew chapter 6, thereabout. it says, by worrying, can you add one day, you know, to your life? And if the answer is no, so worrying is completely useless. Instead of worry, you know, just make a shift turn it into prayer you know instead of thinking and causing you know yourself to have so much doubts and worries and headaches about situations that are way beyond your control just pray to god a simple humble prayer father don't you care that i am going through this and trust me his answer is going to be yes i care and i am going to help you but we first need to come to god and so that brings me to my second point. Jesus cares. So why are you still afraid? He cares. You know, they asked him, don't you care that we are, you know, we are going to drown? Jesus was just there sleeping at the back of the boat, <laughs> at the back of the boat, you know. And some persons will say, well, Jesus is not even aware of what is going on with me right now. So don't even bring that up with me. That's not true. He's there. He's probably, you know, chilling and just waiting for you to come to him and say, I need help. And someone will say, why does he need to, you know, why does he need me to come to him to ask for help? Because he's a loving father. You know, he's a patient father. He wants us to come to him. All right. When we do that, he comes in all his glory and all his splendor. And he, you know, takes away that burden, takes away that situation. But we first need to ask. Think about it in your own situation. If someone 
you know, a friend of yours needs something and they just need something, but they don't come to ask you and they're offended that you didn't help them. You probably will be stunned and confused to say, but I didn't know you had a need, you know, why didn't you ask me would be, would be your next question, right? But this time, actually, God knows, but he's waiting for you to ask. When we ask, it gives God the opportunity to come into that situation and be our father and help us, okay? So Jesus cares so much, okay? So don't be afraid. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to worry so much that you are going to drown in that debt that you're owing or that you're going to, you know, not make it the next day. That's not true, you know? Jesus cares. He does. He really does. Think about the situation with this, with this, this uh, with the disciples. You know, I could imagine. You know, I can just sit here now and imagine how it must have been for them. You know, they had Jesus who had fed the, the five thousand. You know, if you read through Mark, you would see. You know, the miracles that he had done. He had fed five thousand, four thousand. You know, with very few fishes and and loaves of bread, and He's right there in a boat with them and they, they are drowning and he's sleeping. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure the disciples didn't come to ask him, teacher, don't you care that we are going to drown? They probably shouted, don't you care that we are going to drown? You know, they were frustrated. How can you be sleeping here while we are struggling and having so much pain and you're just here lounging? You know, that could have been how they were feeling. But you see, God is not is not offended when we are frustrated and come to him, you know, with our pain and anger and everything. Actually, he wants us to come that way. You know, he wants us to be sincere in our emotions. He, he gave us our emotions, okay? So come to him with a sincere heart, you know. Come to him how you feel and the way you feel it. And he will come through for you and he will calm that storm and he will say to that storm, silence, be still. Okay, and so this brings me to my third and final point. He sees your struggle and he wants to help you. Just ask him for help. Straightforward. He sees it, you know, and we see that in Mark chapter 6 verse 48. He saw that they were in serious trouble. They were rowing hard. I, I, I think he probably was just standing on dry ground because that's what Mark chapter 6 says. That he, he wasn't on the sea with them. He was on dry ground because he had gone to pray. And probably when he was done praying, he, you know, he just stood from afar and he saw them pulling hard on this boat, you know, trying to row the boat. And they were just struggling. And nobody thought to say, oh, in, you know, in, in chapter four, Jesus had come the sea. Let's go and call Jesus and ask him for help. Nobody thought to say that. You know, they were still there struggling, sweating, trying to do it by their own power trying to do it by their own strength and they were just struggling and struggling you know and he, he just probably stood down and he was thinking to himself would these guys ask me for help didn't they see what i did you know with the 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 uh, storm and the waves yesterday probably <laughs> or didn't they see how i fed the hungry and healed the lame you know and, and all that and he just stood there and he was looking at them struggling. Nobody thought to say, oh, I know. Let's ask Jesus for help. Nobody thought to say that. And, you know, 
being the loving and caring God that he is, he will not see us struggling and just walk right past us. You know, he, he, he is too compassionate. He's too loving of a father to just walk right past us, you see. And, and we see that, you know, when, when, he was, when he came, you know, it says about three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. He intended to pass them. He actually wanted to pass them, but he is God. He is too loving just to pass them. He couldn't. But when they saw him walking on the water, imagine, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost <laughs> of all things. You know, they were thinking he was a ghost. Not that, oh, this could be Jesus. And I'm thinking to myself, these people, they've spent so much time with Jesus. They probably know how he works, how he, you know, moves. And they were thinking that the person they saw on the water walking was a ghost. Why? They probably didn't believe. They still didn't believe that, you know, Jesus can, you know, move mountains and calm oceans. You see, that water... That storm that they were struggling with was the same storm that Jesus was walking on. What does that tell you? Your storm, your problems, your worry, your concern, your sickness, your disease, your shame, our pain is nothing to Jesus. It's absolutely nothing to Jesus. He will walk on them because that's who he is. You know, everything obeys him and through him, because Jesus is the word, you know, and through him, everything was created. So even that stone that they were struggling with was created by him, through him. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? This is just beautiful, you know. They didn't still believe that, you know, Jesus could walk on water. It, you know, they, they said, well, that was him feeding 5,000. That was yesterday. He can't, he can't be, he can't be Jesus walking on water. Do you know what it means to walk on water? They probably were having those thoughts in their, <laughs> in their head. Okay. And think about it. Some of us, we do these things. We are like, mm, you know, I prayed yesterday and, you know, God answered my prayer and gave me what I asked for. But this one that I'm asking, this one that I'm facing right now, I don't think God, God can do it. You know, some of us, we still have that doubt that, there are some things that, you know, God will do for us. There are some things that he cannot just do, like, it's, you know, way above him to do that. But that's not true. You know, God is mighty. He is powerful. You know, the Bible says he's seated in the heavens and make the earth his footstool. And the Bible says everything in the earth is his. And, and that's who you know, we serve, you know, in St. Matthew chapter six, it says that, you know, why do we worry so much about what to eat, what to drink, what to wear? Some of us have those worry. I don't know about you, but I do. I care so much about what, you know, what I will wear, especially I like to look good. And sometimes when I'm worrying about those things, you know, I need to buy this, I need to buy that. You know, that verse always comes into my mind, you know, your heavenly father knows, <laughs> He knows that you need these things and he will do, he will do them. I will just try to read that verse to us so that we will see. I think it is Matthew chapter six. Yes, Matthew chapter six. I would read it. It says, uh, chapter six, verse 30. 
it says, and if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that they are here today and thrown into fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. He's not saying he might or he, he, he will sometimes care for you. He said he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? And chapter uh, 6 verse 31 says, don't worry about these things. Saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? How am I going to pay that tuition? Or how am I going to, you know, take care of this bill? All those worries. Verse 32 says, these things dominate the, you know, thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Isn't that mind-boggling? That God knows all your needs? So that thing you are thinking you need to buy or that you know, pain you are going through or that tuition that you think you need to pay. I don't know why I'm emphasizing on all these things, but these are the things that fill our minds, you know. He knows. He knows all your needs. He knows all, not some, all, all your needs. So he says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Okay, see, God... God loves us so much not to care for us, not to love on us. You know, he wouldn't go through all this, you know, pain that he went through on the cross, you know, from our previous episode, not to care about how we feel and what, you know, hurts us. God does. And he's just waiting for us to say, okay, I don't want to struggle by myself anymore. I don't want to try to do this by myself anymore. I have tried, didn't work. Now I'm going to put it all on Jesus. He says, lay your burden on me. Lay it. That's what the Bible says. Lay your burdens on Jesus. And he will lift it up for you. Isn't that awesome? So why do we still try to want to do things by ourselves? Things that we know definitely we cannot do. You know, in, in Mark chapter 6 verse 48, it says, take courage. I am here. That is what Jesus is saying to you today. Take courage. I am here. Okay, I am here with you. That thing is not going to, you know, you know, it's not going to kill you. It's not going to surmount you. It's not going to make you less. You know, God is right there with you. If anything doesn't stand out to you today in today's teaching, know, just know this, that right there in that storm that you are in, God is there. He's there. Jesus is standing right there with you. He is there. That is what the Bible says, okay? He is there with you. And all you have to do is call on him. And it's simple. You can be frustrated about it. You can be crying about it. You know, whatever emotions that you want to use to tell God how you feel, simply just tell him. He's listening and he will hear you and he will come through for you. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> all right, friends, that's all we have for today's teaching. I hope that this teaching, um, you know, resonated with you and it sparked up something in you. And I will encourage you to go back, you know, to the scriptures, to the Bible and study Mark chapter 6 and chapter 4 for yourself. You know, um, when we study God's word, it draws us closer to God, okay? And so that is the aim of this um, podcast, to draw us closer to God, to bring, you know, us closer to the person of Jesus. Okay, so um, that's all we have for today's message. And 
thank you for listening all right thank you guys bye see you on my next one